Oh, it's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the home of happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind, when every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, where at 91.5 FM WPRK, the best in basement radio. You can also find us at WPRK.org or on our app we have an app you know yeah yeah but if you want to listen to past episodes you can find them at www.homohappyhour.com i am your hostess with the mostest dj crazy jc john and today we have our ride or die mr tom the elderberry hey 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 what's going on with you first i want to clink you yes let's clink clink it's Cheers. nice. We oh. feel closer this week now, we do. don't we? <laughs> I can actually see you. And hear yourself. Yes, that's really <laughs> That's nice. the most important part is hearing yourself. Absolutely. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing very, very well today. Um, I, Paul and I got, got um, up early and we were like, okay, he's off. He's off work today and tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, let's go get some shopping done. And oh my gosh. Busy? I, it, it it wasn't that busy because we went to Walmart, but we also went to the Publix um, on Lake Pine Lock and Orange Avenue. Yeah. And it's not as busy because they did put one up where Lucky's used to be. So it has taken away where it's not as busy. But, oh, my gosh, we got 13 items, and it was like 70 dollars Mm-hmm. I did that yesterday. I went and bought food. <laughs> I bought like seven items that was $50. Yes. Yes. Boink. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then they had the sign up there that said, you can only get two of these items. And they had a whole list of stuff. They had canned cat food. They had baby wipes. They had some kind Sis, of- Sis, try ordering a box of cat food. It's oh, not I available know. on Amazon. It's not available on Chewy. It's back ordered. Yeah, it's insane. I saw. I did. Whenever the whenever we couldn't find it in the stores anywhere, we ended up going to um, Amazon, and I'm like, oh no. So we we let them go. They ended up with one week of stuff they didn't care for, but they still will eat. But then we found we found a box. So now we've been stocking up, and we have two twenty four pack boxes. <laughs> uh, I buy the thirty packs, and so I'm like two months ahead. But now yes. you can't get them again. I know. It's, it's, I know. And I'm not paying $70 for and a And if box. you buy it by the can, oh, I know. That's what <laughs> Amazon wants for them. I'm, I went on there. I go, oh, it's okay. We'll just order them on Amazon. And nope. Nope. I did it on Amazon, and they canceled my order. And then I said I could buy it from a reseller for three times what I had just paid Amazon. Oh, my gosh. They're like, but we don't know when it's coming back in. And I'm like, you can hold. Yeah. You can just hold. At least I get one. Yeah. Crazy. I can go to the pet store and instead of buying cat food, I can go buy some little fish and let them eat that. <laughs> Rewinding to little fish. How was the Super Bowl for you? I love the Super Bowl. No, I thought it was a great game and the halftime show was fab. I thought the halftime show, I didn't watch the game. I watched the halftime show as, I, as usual, but um, I really loved it. It was like, I call it the House of Dre. <laughs> 
it, it was, was all the nineties. The old, the, yeah, it really was. That's what really all that was. all that sound took over. But yes. it's nice it was celebrated. But it was so cool. There was a way they set the stage up where they had the upstairs and then downstairs. And when like uh, Dre was doing it, then he then he brought in Snoop Dogg. Then Snoop Dogg brought in Mary J. Blige, and so Snoop Dogg went downstairs and was sitting on a couch. Well, you forgot Fiddy said hanging from the ceiling. And then, oh no! Because Snoop then uh, Mary J. went on and then went down to Fifty Cent. And he was hanging from the ceiling, which I could not understand why. Well, his head. Look three times uh, because he was hanging upside down. I know, but he's not fifty cent now. He's like a full dollar bill. Right? Oh yeah, he's he's beefed up. He's gone from fifty cent to total daddy. He's big. And then people were saying, "Well, what was he wearing the top?" <laughs> I because don't know. it was interesting. Yes. It wasn't a wife beater, but it looked like looked like it was in the new Rihanna Fenty line. Yes, yes. With her with her harnesses. Yes. Mm. And Girl. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, he did, I thought he did really good. I love the choreography. I didn't know that he was so little. I know he is. I, I thought that when they came out of the boxes was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. The choreography for the his whole little part was well for the whole thing, but for his part was on point. But to me, that's all homage to Grace Jones, who did that yes. concept in 1983, 84, when she cloned herself. Yeah, yeah. I think that's brilliant that that's now in the zeitgeist of everything. And then have Eminem brought out. Can was, you believe he's fifty? Yes, I can. That just caught me by surprise. I know he's always that kid, that little punk kid. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he did lose yourself. I was wondering what he was going to do. Of course, he had to do that one. Yes, and then all the furries that were on the floor dancing. To yes, it. yes. I thought the tricked-out cars were brilliant. The, oh, the lowriders were great. They were very on point with uh, on brand with Snoop Dogg because they can just drive that right out the tunnel. The whole set, yeah, all of it. It was. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. I the, thought it was so the great. only drawback. I wish it would have been done at night. So it was even more dramatic because yes. the sun didn't set in LA yet. The way the the way the white was would have really lit Popped. up more. Popped at night. But the grid on the floor of the map of LA. Oh, I know that was so cool. Absolutely fantastic. That was so cool, and the way that they had it, the way they showed that and zoomed in and then zoomed out and then came in close to the actual stage. I was like, oh, this is the so only cool. thing I thought was cheesy was the end of it where it was Dre on the roof looking at the fireworks. Yes. I guess that was reminiscent of Lady Gaga looking at her fireworks. Oh. But it was like, there's no way he can be up on the roof. He was <laughs> just on the floor. Yes. Yes. But other than that, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great, too. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the ones that I've enjoyed in a lot in a while. And some of the commercials. <sighs> I missed the commercials. I didn't see I didn't watch them. Oh, my God, so John. See them. Um, the I Barbie commercial was uh -huh. hysterical. It was Barbie buying a dream house, but everybody kept showing up and they kept paying more money for it. <laughs> and so at the end of it, the house was selling for three times and there was a whole bunch of disappointed dolls. Hysterical. <laughs> and then there was one Coinbase. I don't know how much they paid, but it was a dancing QR code. Yes. You know the I screensaver from the. Yeah. I opened my phone and did it. The whole server had crashed. Oh, really? It was that popular. Yeah. It crashed the whole server. Oh, man. Because it was giving you 15% in Coinbase if you signed up. Right. So it was free money. Crash. Right. Home. 
Right. But that was a brilliant ad. Very simple. Very brilliant. And then everybody eating things from Uber Eats. When Gwyneth Paltrow bit into her own candle uh-huh. of her parts. Yes, I did hear. I saw, well, I saw a meme about that. And she's like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I about fell out. And so that super cuts to Jennifer Coolidge uh-huh. coming out of a refrigerator with like froth and green beans stuffed <laughs> in her face. And then it ends up with Pete Davidson getting tackled. Oh. And the guy that tackles him says, this is for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> there were some brilliant commercials. I love that. I forgot about looking because I don't want to watch the game because the football's just not my thing. It's the commercials. They started yes. like a half hour before. Yeah. I, I saw I saw one. I don't remember what it, what it was for. I think it was the QR code one. I'd seen like they did a sneak peek the day before. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it, I think that's all fun. I think that's I all fun. I thought the fun. Budweiser one was weird. That was a horse with a broken leg. And I guess you could sense the glue factory. And the dog talked the horse into running again. And the horse ran up to the man. <laughs> uh, sometimes they get it. And sometimes they miss the mark. I, I took it from a dark place. But it was, I'm like, mm, that was weird. Right, right. No, that was probably what they meant. Get up again and go drink. <laughs> Probably. So, local. Let's talk local with all of our local happenings and a really special local story that we'll save for the last of it. Okay. But Barbarella had their last night in downtown Orlando. Not completely. The last um, 80s night. Right. It's all the last nights the next two weeks. Yeah. Okay. They're going to have different times there. Um, But that's really sad. That's the end of an era. It really is. It really is. 35 it's, years is a good run. It's as sad as Parliament House closing. But it's not closing. But, they are relocating. Right. They're relocating. But I don't know. That might help them. Well, especially for the older people that go out clubbing. It, da- downtown Orlando isn't. Is Right. It's different. Right. It's hanging out with 20-year-olds when you're a little older. Right. It just, I, I don't know. I think it'll it'll survive and thrive. I think so, too. I do. And other uh, places we want to talk about are Southern Knights or, or you know, give shout outs to District Southern Dive, Knights, Southern Craft. District Dive, Southern Craft, that little block right there where you can go. It's a one stop shop. Milk Town. Yeah, for the Milk District. Then there's also the, um, oh, you know what? If the Milk District ended up growing, up, growing large and large growing up, it'd become an espresso, the coffee and milk together. They would call it, they would call it Milk Town. Milk Town. <laughs> What area are you in of Orlando, Milk Town? There is a Milk Town, this shop that opened on Bumby. Oh, with the that's giant right. milk container. Yes, that's hanging upside down. Yes. I think that's so funny. Too bad I'm lactose intolerant. I get the lactate milk, though. I don't think you can get lactose from being in Milk Town. I think you would have to <laughs> drink the milk. But okay, girl, you do you, boo. <laughs> I can't go there because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> and then we have Savoy and the, yes. par- the patio Savoy. And Which looked there- like they had a very busy Sunday from, for uh, Super Bowl. I'm sure they did. It looked like it from pictures I had seen. They were having an after party to the red party that was yes. at um, the Abbey. Yes, the center had the red party at the Abbey. And then they had an after party at um, at Savoy. And Savoy was busy in the afternoon. I was there with friends. Uh-huh. 
they had a bachelorette party in the show bar. Oh, okay. I was thinking a real bachelorette. I was thinking, what? They're watching The Bachelorette? No. 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 And then Darcel is doing the hammered brunch for Jason Lambert's birthday this weekend. Reservations are su- re- suggested highly. Yeah, if at it's Hammered Lamb, yeah. At Hammered Lamb. So that'll be fun this weekend. Yeah, that's some upcoming things. I know. All kind of things are coming up. I know. That because we're still in, we just started our second month, and well, we're in the middle now today, in the exact middle of our second month of, of the third year the of third. the second day. I just can't believe it. I can. We're that we've already gotten this far this fast that we're already on episode number seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah. Oh I have my. To figure out what I want to do for seventy seven. Oh, and something else we want to say that I meant to have said last week was Happy National Black History Month. Yes. I think that is very much something to say. (laughs) And if you're in the UK, it's also Gay History Month. Yes. Which, yes. All right, chaps. And blokes. Chaps and blokes, get on your chaps and wear your blokes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so what's I have, have you thought about two things that you may have taken from this past week? You know, for, first we have a different local story. Oh. I forgot all about the other local teas that I put up earlier in the, in the hour. Oh, yeah. This one's juicy. So at Orlando International <laughs> Airport, a drunk woman was riding a motorized suitcase, <laughs> and it le- led to a bike cop chasing her <laughs> through the airport. Okay. Ah, Florida is all I can say about that. <laughs> this is, oh, Florida. It's so funny. It's not a Florida man. It's a Florida woman, 32-year-old Chelsea Alston. She was re- uh, she was denied to board a flight from Orlando to New York because she appeared intoxicated. And she was flying Southwest, so shout out to all those Southwest people. <laughs> You're right. So she... Um, she had argued that she had been waiting for a flight for a while, and then the uh, officer, the police officer, tells her to head back to the main terminal and dry out. Well, she does. And then he, <laughs> he, he right and get another flight. So she curses at him. She rides away at the scooter. She <laughs> now the, the scooter's fast. The scooter's That's what's the, real fast. Uh, she's zipping down the terminal. He's chasing her on. That's a bike. why. Yeah, he was like he thought he'd just be. Oh yeah, just on on her suitcase but when he saw how fast it was he had to get on his bike to chase and her. it's on his body camp so he's like a uh, bike pursuit of a suitcase through the terminal <laughs> oh my god <laughs> women and children running out of the way from the drunk lady on the fast moving suitcase yeah so so they kept telling her to leave the concourse she spit on one of the officers he tells her you spat on me and she says no just once well, anybody that's been to the airport knew exactly from seeing the video where she was. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> she went to the end, and she's waiting for the doors to in open again. Yep. Oh, yep. no. Then they get her in the police car, finally. they So she gets in no, there. She's already handcuffed, mind you. Right. She's handcuffed, so she can't tear anything up. But she ended up tearing up the fabric hairline, uh, the headliner. And also defecated on the seat. How she got the headliner torn was by with her teeth. She bit it. She bit right into that headliner and just pulled it. Is your headliner sagging? <laughs> Call 32-year-old Austin too, today. You might be too drunk if you're being arrested for fleeing on a suitcase 
pooping in a cop car and eating the headliner. You might be too drunk. She caused over $11,000 in damages. <sighs> now that's a bender. She that really went on a bender. So of course now she is facing charges of battery on a police officer and damaging the vehicle, which gives which she making she may be able to get up to 10 years in prison. Oh, that's a little my much. Gosh. But she was a little much. She yeah. But oh Florida. Can you imagine if she get it's Florida she won't get the 10 years. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's Florida she won't. So, then let's get back to two things that have been taken from this past week. Yes. So, do you want to go first? The f- first one I have is sometimes you start a journey and it feels like it's never going to end uh-huh. and then you get to the day it ends and it's just yes yes today is that day for me because I got to stop the meds right yay right so now you feel like yourself again and the second one is just be grateful uh-huh. every day mm-hmm. just be grateful don't save it for Thanksgiving no every day Right. What That's, are yours? Those are good. Well, mine, <laughs> mine is um, don't wait on anyone. Basically, I had a, a situation this past week where I was, it was given like iffy plans saying, hey, I might need you to, somebody was like, hey, I might need you to do this, to watch this person. And, oh. <clears throat> and so I'm like, well... I'm like, okay, and so then my day was planned around not going anywhere or going soon so I could get back, and no, nobody ever could let me know otherwise. Uh-huh. And so I'm just like, you know what? Don't wait. If, you know, if I'm given that time, no, don't wait. Or And otherwise, just say no to begin with, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my second one is it's okay to have a bad mood day. If you're human. Exactly. If you're human, you wake up and you have a bad, you know, you can wake up and be in a bad mood and all day just be in a bad mood. And that's totally okay as long as you don't harm anybody. I find it best if you're in a bad mood, go back to sleep and wake up until you're in a good mood. Yes. Because if you wake up in a bad mood and you take it out on people, that's that's abusive behavior. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's okay to be in a bad mood, but don't put it off on anyone else. Don't harm anyone. You know, don't do anything illegal, of course. No, I had that same situation, but <laughs> because that poor, the poor drunk lady on her driving suitcase, she probably is like, I've had a bad day. I missed my flight. <laughs> she missed her flight, so that she's having a bad. She was in a bad mood that day. Then she missed her flight, so she went and got drunk. <laughs> And just to clap it off, why don't I just eat the headliner and poop in the backseat? That's whatever. That's when it's okay not to. That's when it's not okay to have a bad mood. No, wrong BM. (laughs) Right, the wrong BM. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be the name of this episode. The show title: The Wrong BM. Well, also on Saturday, February 19th, uh, one more time, they're doing the HIV monologues. Uh-huh. And that's at Penguin Point Productions at, in Oviedo Mall. And that is at 7 p.m. PenguinPointProductions.com. Penguin Point Productions. PPP. So that's, just, that's easy to remember, though, the it alliteration yes. of it. So. Which was your favorite? Let's Coin talk flip. What? Coin flip. 
on which on which show? Yeah. Celebrity Big Brother first. Go. Um, did, so first of all, disclaimer: you might spoilers. hear some spoilers about the last four nights. Um, <laughs> I had to explain. Constant barrage. I had to explain to my partner. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay. So really, what's happening is they usually only have like two shows a week. I'm like, but because the the Olympics are on, they're like bombarding us with all these shows. So people that and don't every watch two days them. somebody gets evicted. Yes. So this past week, two different people have been evicted. The first was Chris Kirkpatrick. No, Chris Kirtan quit first. Oh, yes. Chris Kirtan, all the CKs except for Carson, Chris Kirtan quit. He didn't like the cutthroat part of it. No, he didn't. He didn't like the game of it. And plus he had had surgery on his neck from when he hurt himself on SNL. Uh-huh. And he wasn't getting the right sleep and that's that, why and, he was always resting yeah it was killing him okay he looked like he was in pain so then they like got rid of chris kirkpatrick chris kirkpatrick was gone then man they, those people are they're running that show yes they are then yes especially now because then because the whole thing between misha and carson oh my gosh it's all manufactured by todrick yes Everything he's really the one running the show. Misha's just his strong. No, they're both equal. Yeah, the comp that he pulled her off of last last night, he was really strong. Throwing that puzzle together, yeah, I couldn't believe Carson. But can we talk about his cargo shorts for a second? Yes. Why? I know. Oh, I know. Just for the pockets, really? (laughs) I thought that was as crazy as that cutout. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that I'm so glad that we had the whole week of shows that we did not see that cut off that his his lounge wear. Whatever that is. Now you know that if that queen saw somebody else walking down the street and they had a whole the whole all just torn up their shirt, he'd be like, Go here, honey, you need a shirt? Let me give you a shirt. I mean it's all themed and it does accentuate him. Yes. It just looks like, I don't know. It just looks disheveled. And the the cargo shorts, I can understand them from a dancer's point of view. Yeah. But they also were like, <laughs> they were combination cargo and hoochie. Yes. From the side, you're cargo. From the front, you're just hooch. Yes. Turn it and too hooch. Much. Yeah, turn, turn it and <laughs> hooch. <laughs> He's too much. He too much on that show. He and and so and then poor Shayna, they got her corner. Yeah, child. so Shayna, all because and that was all Todrick. Yeah, but he it was even, also really bad on Carson and um. Oh, like her I, part. Oh, I I actually I was I was Team Carson, but now I'm Team Misha because I'm like, if you are so dumb, so to dumb. believe to believe the people that have put you on the block. Yes. Who does that? And constantly, and his thing was, well, two people told me. You know, if it was one person, I would question, but two people. It's like, but don't you look at who the two people are? It's Misha and Todrick. Right. (laughs) It's the both of them that put you up on the block twice. It's the both of them that say, hey, you know... Carson has to go. It's because of them that you felt, oh my gosh, I'm on the bottom, or, you know, you and Cynthia both. Right. And then you turn around, and just because your 
mortal enemies of the show. <laughs> well, they don't understand it. I right. think that's the problem. They don't understand how all of this works. Right. And they just blew it last night. Yes. Like bad. It's like, nee, nee. Yes. here's your parting gifts. You're out of there. And they're stupid if they don't think. Okay, so two, uh, two, which is basically Misha and Todrick, and then Carson and Cynthia. They both, they're going to join to be, okay, well, maybe we'll do this top four. Doesn't matter. Which Misha really won't go with two, but it doesn't matter because if they are the top four, guess who's going to be picked off first out of the top four? You've already been played. Exactly. Nope. Nope. Yeah. And poor Shayna. Poor Shayna. In her departing things last night, oh, she was- Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Matthew, my boyfriend. Uh-huh. I can't wait to see you, baby. Unfortunately, yesterday morning, he unfollowed her on Instagram. Oh, no. And blocked her. Oh, and said, no. soon they will know. He's erased all. All traces of their relationship. All of it. Oh, no. He was really upset when she was talking to Lamar uh-huh. and said, these are wet or just keep pushing on the eye patches. Uh-huh. And he said, that's always better. And she's like, that's my motto. Wetter is always better. So he was thought she was being flirtatious or something uh-huh. about that. And he just went off. Oh, So no. Teddy Mellencamp, who was the first one out. Yes. She had already expressed concern because as soon as she got kicked out, he slid into her DMs. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And he was telling her how he thought Shayna was so shady. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so oh Teddy's gosh. statement was, let's just say, Shayna, when you get out of the house, if he hasn't told you anything, you need to call me, girl. <laughs> I was gagged. I, I love Shayna's departing words, saying, "Oh, Todrick. Okay, Todrick. Well, that's fine, but now I'll just get poison everybody. the jury." Uh huh. Oh, she's not going to have to poison them because they're all going to see it when they get to jury house. Yeah. How they just got. Oh yeah. But it was brilliant. It's it either going to be it's either going to be Misha or Todrick that wins. But the thing with shows like that, making moves is brilliant. But how you make the moves is what you win on. Yeah, you don't do it dirty. Exactly. And Todrick, if you ask me, is doing it dirty. From the get-go, he was making alliances with everybody. He just happened to stick with Misha. And then then when that got called out, nobody was really mad at him or questioned him. I'm like, what? But he has played good in comps. Oh, he's played very good. I think he's smart. He's played very good. Him and Carson up there on when it came down to the two of them. Oh, my and God. And then he made the deal. See, if wait, I was Carson, wait, I would have made that deal and wait, then turned around. And, wait. Can we go back to the reindeer? Oh, the reindeer. <laughs> that was the that. funniest, the funniest 30 minutes of TV I've ever yes. seen. Because Lamar was so he big. Was huge. And we'll just go back to Lamar, but the, the visual image of Carson and Todrick on those reindeer uh-huh. going as fast as they could, I want that so bad as a gift. One of those little toys. I want it so bad as a gift. Yes. Because oh, as a gift? I thought you meant one gift. No, 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 no. Didn't you again, have one of those no, as a kid? No. Yeah. 
I did. I want it as a gift because that to me, my mom was <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so funny. Oh my God. And then Lamar last night, he oh. was on something. Yeah. He on was... live TV, eating your fingers. It was I like, woo, this is weird. And why was he taking so long? If he's on Team Misha, he should have known. He didn't know it was live TV. She had to remind him. He, he thought he was just in the diary room. And he's just like, oh, man. And then he starts eating his fingernails. And, and he's cuckoo for a and, Kardashian. And putting them and spitting <gasps> them. And then he threw him away in the corner. Yes. Yeah. What? He is going. I I feel bad for him. Ooh. I feel very bad for him because he he's just doesn't seem to get it. It's a little slow. Just like Todd Bridges said. Oh, by the time he gets home, by the time he's sent home, he'll realize what happened. Yeah. He, but, he's another one. He was so stunned when he got saved. Yeah. Yeah. I was stunned when he got saved. I wasn't. I thought they were going to save Misha, but then I was like, but I know it was all about voting for Shayna no matter what. Yeah, they'd already decided. Yeah. Oh, well. I think that's sad, but it's going to be funny to see when who gets, you know, what's good is it getting to top two, you know, whenever it comes down to the votes of the jury. Yeah. But the, if it, I think it's just going to be Misha and Todrick, but we'll see. I think so, too, but now... I mean, there's I was no way that. I hoping not, but yeah. now it looks like it's going to be that way. So the other, the other thing we have to talk about TV wise is our show RuPaul's Drag Race. Woo! Not our show, but RuPaul's Drag Race. Did you watch that this past week? I did. I have to say, I thought that Untucked was much more um, entertaining to me than the actual show was. This I think week. this is the first time they've actually ever integrated an up, untucked episode yeah. into the RuPaul yes, episode it was to seamless. make it yeah. It was seamless. It well, just went right into it. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. They, of course, one of my top twos, uh, Maddie Morphosis, went home. She has Maddie Morphosed. Mm. <laughs> Maddie Morphosized. Yeah. It it just started off. The whole episode was weird because it was like, day a bitter, Betty. Oh, I mean, to my. open the show. I mean, she was just like, oh, my, chick, really? I From the get-go, from the she get -go. was bitter. Even through Untucked, she was bitter. I guess we have the villain for this year. But did you notice that she was she was saying everything that she had to say until they the tops came in, or tops and bottoms, whenever they came in, that's whenever she was like, she got quiet, but they didn't make sure that they showed a party, that she had this look towards Georgia's who won the... That queen will eat a baby to win. Yes. I'm telling you right now, she yes. will eat a human baby. Yes. I, there's no doubt about it. Yes. And then the what's in the box. Oh. What's in the box? Yes. Oh, that. But whenever <laughs> Maddie got into it, whenever Maddie got into it, and, hands. and they got into it with, um, oh, who was it? Jasmine. It was Jasmine. Yeah. And whenever they got into it, I was like living. I'm like, okay, go, go. Stand up for yourself, Maddie. Good. Yeah. I really was. I was like, stand up for yourself, Maddie. 
you know. Well, they all do in their own way. And she's like, I'm not worried about you. Maddie's just like, you're not even in my world. I'm I'm just going to go slay. Well, not after that outfit she made. I know. I kind of liked it, but it, I think it would have made it okay if it went all the way to the um to the floor. But do you watch What You're Packing? No. Afterwards on YouTube? So, you should have seen the other dresses Maddie had that were done by designers. One of them was just this gray, big, p- pillowy, fluffy, big, huge dress I would have died to have seen on her. And the other one was a dress that she was packing and untucked the, the glass one with the mirrored glass all on it. She had that, and it was just nice and slim. And well, the work tour will be here in either... April or May, so you'll be able to see Maddie on the work tour. Exactly. Exactly. She'll probably end up at Southern Nights. Willow was there a couple weeks ago. Yes. That'd be fun. And Willow Pill, because this this episode was to see, you know, really about sewing, because that's why dark... Just creativity. You could get away with bad sewing. Right, right. You can can get away with with crafting. I know, but Maddie was lost from the beginning. Yes. I mean, just the beginning of it, he was LOST lost. Yes, he was just going for whatever he had in materials and just making whatever and then thought, oh, I'm going to make this a country bumpkin outfit and I'm going to grab daddy Maddie, my daddy Morphosis. Right. I thought that was Nothing ever comes from blow-up dolls. No, everybody that's ever carried a blow-up doll in some way across that stage with them, the main stage, the main stage. Sashays away. They all sashay away. But even when Carson and Maddie, or Carson and Rue were talking to the contestants, Uh when they said to Maddie, is your pee on fire, Maddie? And he didn't know what they meant. Right. It was like, you can't teach that to somebody. No. You can't. Right. And he didn't know to embody it. And he looked like a crazy rodeo. <laughs> I'm really it, sorry. He really did. It did. It, the hair it was made too, no sense. The hair was too not with it. I mean, it's one thing if you have coiffed hair, you know, with some kind of, with what he did was making the, the big <laughs> It loop. was a rodeo clown. It did look like a rodeo clown. <laughs> And when he was doing the cat fight, I'm like... Or a kid's clown, yes. But when they were in the cat fight... Yes. My inner person said, you cannot win looking like a rodeo clown. First of all, that that outfit, you can't dance or move in it. Right. It's... You'd have to put little bull horns. I mean... She was just too uh, funny with it. And she doesn't really... She's not a dancer. She was out of her element. Yeah. And Jasmine swept that floor up. Oh, my God. She was all over the floor. She was stunning. Yeah. She but really a lot did. of them had progress this year. Lady Camden yes. listened about the lip. Yes. And it really actually changed her face. Oh, it looked really good. <laughs> but Willow Pill, her body bag thing. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know how I felt about that. I don't either. I mean... And, and poor Daya. super long. I know, poor Daya. She was having it during um, Tucked because she was like, you know, I, I here I take all this sewing and I'm sewing everything and all of my seams are done and perfect. I hope somebody who just she, didn't, who, somebody, I hope somebody better not come back here and they win. 
and they have the glued on outfits. And sure enough, Georgia's comes back and she has those stars on her. I thought Georgia's outfit was fantastic compared to what he started to do at the beginning. Oh, yeah. First of all, sewing that whatever aubergine, he should have done it inside out. Yeah. I mean, sewing it the other way just causes it to just. Right. But oh, Lord. (laughs) Willow Pill's baby doll nightmare. Yeah. And Diabetti when she asked the question. What can, uh, the critique? I'm like, <gasps> in three, two, uh-huh. one. I really thought the way the show was going that Diabetti was going home because it seemed like they were really focusing on her a lot this episode. She They're, got more they, they They painted her as the villain of the season. Yeah. But her her design was really cute. It really was. But. It really was. It was a crystal method outfit. Yes. All of it. Yes. It's like crystal light. And when she was trying to describe herself, it's like, I'm crystal light, but I'm edgier. Right. Now, you're, no, no, you're, you're crystal method, just with a different paint job. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think she'll be gone, but Maddie was just like so far. It was Maddie's time to go. I really think it was her time to go. Yeah. It, uh, he... Because the others are on a different level than Maddie is. Maddie's kind of still... She. Uh, I think that comes from being a straight season. drag queen. Oh. I think he. They. The, it's perspective. Yeah. He doesn't have the caddy background and right. understand all the... the in... Th- the in things, yes. You the know, he hasn't, he hasn't been able to grow himself. I he probably will him, be able to grow. I wanted to see him make it at least to the reading because I wanted to hear his reads. I would like to see him in Snatch Game. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That would have been good. That would be good, too. But, again, there's a lot of that. I just don't know where the overlap or in a, yeah. in, intersectionality of it all works. And, he, and I agree that I understand that he he lacks personality. Um, not personality, not in a negative way, but he lacks an over-the-top personality. Character development. Which, yeah, which, because he, him as, as his boy self and him as Maddie, they were just the same thing, just Maddie and makeup and a wig and a dress. And that's his point of view. Yeah. But everybody else has a, I mean, everybody has a different point of view. I'd love to see how he's grown. Yeah, to see like when Work the World Tour comes, see how he's grown since then. Because they always do have a glow up. Every time they leave their season, they always have a glow up. And of I'm course sure as, know, a, as a personal growth journey, it was amazing for him. And we know season 15 will have cornbread in. Yes. So there's that part, too. So I thought Bosco did really good this week. Yes. That Grace Jones good. sort of uh-huh. plate thing. Yes. And like you said, if I'm going to use not fabric, I'm going to make it look like not fabric. Yes. The, the pants look like Ikea bags, but they didn't look bad. But they, right. It looked no, very, they, it looked like he said, very 80s, Billy Idol-ish. Just, avant-garde. Yeah, totally. It was something you'd, you'd see walking down a runway. And he came out as trans this week. Oh, really? Bosco did. I didn't realize that. I don't think I may, do I remember? I may have, must have forgotten that. He just came out yesterday, actually. Oh. Oh, and in real life. Yep. Okay, I was thinking, I didn't see that on the show. No, they haven't done it. It just after the show, but he came yeah. out 
sense. He just they'll said touch he... on that in the reunion, probably. Yes, but that's nice. That is. That means that they had two transists, or no, three. Cornbread. Um. Um. Oh, I always forget a name. I always forget a name. K- uh, not Casey. Carrie. Carrie Colby. Carrie Colby. Carrie Colby. I had to think of the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and Bosco. I always know the last name. And Bosco. So, yeah, that's in here. A few years ago, they were always talking about all the RuPaul hates trans and stuff like that. That's it's not like, true. No, but it's not true at all. She even explained it. It wasn't true that way. But Deja Sky's outfit. I thought the dress was beautiful. Yes. But those gold doilies. Yes. Oh. Yes. So now we're going to talk about, because we've already gone into, I can't believe we've talked 45 minutes about RuPaul's Drag Race, about Celebrity Big Brother, and about our local woman who... Oh, and shout out to Come Out With Pride and the Pride Chamber. Yes. You go ahead and talk about that right now. So after more than 15 years of operating under the Pride Chamber, Come Out With Pride has become its own 5013C or C3 um, charity. Uh-huh. And with the new transgendered uh, Tatiana Kiroga, um, COPD is going to be putting, or COPD, no, COPD. sorry, <laughs> come out with Pride, <laughs> is going to be putting in to host Inner Pride, which is going to be part of World Pride. Right. In 2026. And Barbara Poma and the That's One Alliance awesome. are on. Because 2026 will be the 10-year anniversary of Pulse. Yes. So that will be something really amazing that is happening in our community. Right, making it happen. That's the, really cool. The Pride Chamber is going to focus on further uh, full attention towards furthering equality and pro-LGBTQIA plus communities for local businesses. And Come Out With Pride will specifically focus on just making our celebration as fantastic as it was this past year. Right. Which I thought was absolutely Oh, epic. I thought it was great this year, last year. Yeah. and But to do the World Pride, too, that's just going to be... We have the facilities, though. Yes. I mean, we could use Camping World Stadium. We could use Exploria Stadium. We have plenty of venues here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's exciting. All the Dr. Phillips Center. We have lots. Yes. Lots going on with that. Well, guys, guess what also it's a time for? It's a time to learn something because, you know, as things change through the life and all, but no matter what, you always have to learn a little bit of your, your gay, gay history. 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 So, the year, it is 1967. Picture it, Sicily. The summer of 1967, the Sexual Offenses Act had just been passed, meaning, meaning that means basically that homosexuality, at least homosexual acts in private, between two consulting adult males, age 21 and over, was no longer a criminal offense. Actually, two females, too. And the atmosphere was filled with a palpable sense of change. You can so, feel it. While this is going on, there's a, a trailblazing gay pop song come out that it is done by the Brothers Butch. The Brothers Butch. Yes, it was two men named Lane Kerr and Roy Cohen. And they come out with their song that is um, called K, K-A-Y, and then Y. 
So pretty much it's like asking why, K, you know, the person named K, and you're asking her why. But the whole thing is based on KY, the jelly. No doubt. <laughs> so they say KY with a question mark. It's, it's, and for it being the 60s and homosexuality just coming out, you know, just being becoming no longer a criminal offense, that's a lot. Yeah, for I know. Someone to come out with this song. So I got to say, you know, I always talk about knowing your history and stuff like that. And we love to do that um, with our segment of Your Gay History. But at the same time, I think it's hilarious. Hilarious. To know in our music background, this was one of the first gay songs. And even the cover of it was risque. Oh, it's very risque. R- very risque. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just full of innuendos also. The title, <laughs> they even say, the title is a riff of the leading brand of water-based u- uh, lubricant. But very few pop- very few copies were sold of it. But it has gone on to become one of the most sought-after and highly cherished examples of British camp humor. Do you know who it was written by? Who? I leaned over. Yes, I mean, Eileen Dover wrote it, which wonderful. That would be great for a drag queen. Eileen Dover. And um, she also, on the flip side of it, was I'm not going camping this winter. Right. Yes. Oh, Lord. KY was not the first queer pop record, but it was one of the earliest and most blatant to be issued in the UK. That's just so hysterical. Yes, they talk about how Kay has made a mess after being a, given a little squeeze. Why do you slip through my fingers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. It is a squishy, so that's uh, that's just so funny how they talk about it. You know. Well, we have WAP now, so, I mean, we had KY in 67. I guess there's progress. Well, they also, the song did make it for people that are looking for it. You know, it is on YouTube if you look up um, Brothers Butch. You can buy it on eBay. KY, yes. It's like $70. It's, yeah. And so it also came out on different collections. So you wouldn't get the um, you wouldn't get the other, the B-side. But it came up in different collections. And one of them is called Queer Noises, 1961 to 1978, From the Closets to the Charge. But um, I'm trying to find where that picture is. I've had of it. But um, but you so you, so it has a whole bunch of different things, a whole bunch of different you know compilations you can find them on. That's crazy. And the name of the record company that put this out, Thrust Records. Of course it was. It's Thrust Records of fourteen four ninety four Harrow Street in London. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it's kind of funny because um, the t- at that time it was above a fast food takeaway, and it was also the address of iMark Records, which was an indie label that previous issued previously issued Sonny and Cher parodies, Sheila Hancock and Malcolm Taylor, and also a, a, a album by legendary legendary drag ball organizer Miss Jean Fredericks, and a series of field recordings of train sounds. <laughs> That's interesting. This, you know, you have to think about how music has evolved through all this time. Yeah, right? You know. This is probably a little DIY independent label that they just made to put it out. Yes. Yes. That's funny. They Good said Lord. The, um, a band, let me see, this band that was, uh, uh, let me find out what it was. 
Another musician on the books was Eric Francis. He's a singer, guitarist, and occasional fire eater with a four-piece psychedelic rock group from Fulham, The Barrier. And um, they had a copy of a single George, Georgie Brown in its ultra-rare picture sleeve. And it is selling for more than $1,500 in 2020 on eBay. So the band performed the instrumental track for KY. And they, after they finished the session, they left for a European tour. So there was no, no fee involved. We just did it because they were all mates. So it was something that, because when people try to look up who was the band members who played all the instruments in KY, they ended up finding out, you know, just one of them. And that one was, um, was Eric Francis. Yeah, Kerr, who was one of the people that wrote it, said, Our audiences were no, by no means only gay. Whenever we went, people of all, we played to people of all backgrounds. Many a times we had nuns out front. We could sit their whipples quivering at all the naughty bits. Yes, I love that. Love that. Nuns quivered at the naughty bits. I think it's funny because Goldberg and Solomon, that's, that's sort of candor and ebb that was going on on Broadway. Yes. People had to have viewed it at least initially in some way. Maybe it's like that. Yeah. And it was wordplay, but it was just dirty wordplay. Yes. And you know what else we have to talk about because it's an absolute must. And first of all, just to remind you, you can listen to us on our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. And if you want to listen to it, I would highly recommend it because it's hilarious. It's called K-K-A-Y and then comma and then Y, W-H-Y question mark, K-Y. It is hilarious. It is so funny. So the um, what's the other one I wanted to talk about that's just as hilarious? The last one? Oh, well, it could be anything. The last one, Ram Ranch. Ram so, Ranch. Yes, there is what a is song. What is Ram Ranch? Speaking, since we're talking about songs, there's a song that, that is, comes out, and it is a Canadian song, I think. I'm trying to look at it right now. Oh, no, it's a 2012 porno metal classic by Grant McDonald's that ascended to meme status thanks to lyrics like, like, we can't mention on the radio. Over yeah, the we can't at all. We In can't any way, shape, or form. None of them. It's that bad. But what's happened are cowboys... Real cowboys? Yes, cowboys. The Ram Ranch has become the unofficial anthem of the leftist trolling the far right protests in Ottawa. So that's all, fabulous. The trucker protest that's going on at the Canada Canadian US border where everyone's there. So now all of these cowboys that are basically they're leftists, you know, they're people that are on the left party on the left party, the left side. So they're disrupting the chants and the chats that the um, far right has, and they're disrupting it with this song called Ram, Ram Ranch. Ranch. <laughs> I like a side of Ram Ranch it's dressing, It's a counter please. movement to the trucker convoy, and it's just so funny, this song. Here's another song we've never heard of. Ever. From 2012. You know, it's even kind of newer. I have you know? to say, on my Spotify, I don't have a lot of porn metal playing. Yes. It's not usually one of my categories de jour. Yes. So maybe I'll seek it out. Maybe I won't. I probably will just to listen to it because I'm sure it's hysterical. Yes, it's absolutely hysterical. I thought it was funny that they were going to bombard them with Barry Manilow, too. Yes. Are they trying to put them to sleep? 
I don't know. Are they going to euthanize their dog? Is Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background of this other voiceover? They really should have, from what I've seen, they really should have had a TV also and then play the video to Ram Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> because it looks just as fun. They're like, we there's a lot of inaction in Ottawa and throughout Canada. There wasn't anyone fighting back. Out of frustration, leftists started trolling Zello channels by blasting the song Ram Ranch, both as a play on the Dodge Ram insignia of many of the trucks downtown and as a subversion of the channel's patriotism. That's smart. Because the artist who recorded Ram Ranch is Canadian. He, and so he basically said, it's a deeply conservative belief system infiltrating our system and when we played this song to jam their communication, they get extremely angry because it's an explicit and LGBTQ friendly song. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> I'm just like... Okay, I love I love stuff like that. Like when Barbara Streisand got married, she she blasted heavy metal music to all of the um, overhead, um, what the helicopters that were trying to get you know Hollywood weddings how they are. And to circle back before SoFi Stadium for all the rehearsals, they were blasting Aerosmith and Ted Nugent and all sorts of like death metal. Oh, really? Why they rehearsed it for four days? The people right. around so the neighborhood were hear. like. Please stop. Oh my gosh. So nobody could get any <laughs> How sound. How hilarious they do that and it ends up being like hip hop. That's a recording. And that stadium, can we talk about that for a second? Oh, that stadium's beautiful. Holy crap on a cracker. The top of those seats, I was counting them. There was like seven tiers of seats in there. Yes. That was amazing. I would love to see a show there. I would love to see a game there or anything like that because, yes, it's very... Just the facility. Yeah, very much so. Well, guys, guess what? Uh, oh, what? It's that time again. What? It's been another episode of Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour. The Remember, always swing first and swing. fight the good fight. Fight. Let justice roll. Roll. And guys, life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. Don't forget you can find us at www.homohappyhour.com elderberry slash org i love you i love you and we will see, see you, you next tuesday girl i'm gonna go buy me one of that motorized wheelchair um, scooter suitcases and go for a ride in my neighborhood i would hate to get pulled over on a suitcase I guess I better get this other bit ready. Oh. Come on, drunk suitcase lady. Let's go for a ride, Arlene. <laughs>